it's the second week of December of, of 2020, the year of COVID, the year the theaters shut down, except in tier one and two places in the UK, some theaters are opening up and our old chum, James Percy, starts tomorrow night in a production of the traditional Christmas panto, Dick Whittington, right? Is that what's happening? Close enough. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, now in its 15th year, number 730, Quarantine Panto Lives. James Percy, who performed in Potted Potter around the world and with us on tour in William Shakespeare's long-lost first play abridged across the UK, is now playing Silly Billy in the panto Dick Whittington at the King's Theatre in Portsmouth, England from tomorrow night, December 8th through God and COVID willing, January 3rd, 2021. James talked to me last week just as they began tech rehearsals about how they're doing it and how it's all going, who he's playing, and how it feels to be back in a theater putting on a play again yeah, i mean it's it's unbelievable i was sat in the tech rehearsal the first day of tech yesterday and i was sat out front in the auditorium watching the show open and with the rest of the cast with the band in the pit and the the overture and the lights kicking off and i mean all of us were nearly in tears it was so emotional um to go oh wow we're we're doing this, theatre's happening. Um, and I mean, the theatre that we're doing it in, which is, I don't know if you've ever been there, Austin, it's the King's Theatre in Portsmouth. I think you um, have played there, for sure. It would. I'm sure you must have done. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's the theatre of theatres. It's a Frank Matcham, like old school, red and gold, you know, four story Victorian British theatre. So it's, it's stunning. I feel so very lucky to be, going ahead with it when so many are not well and and um i mean theater is always um um, um interactive but a, but a, a christmas panto is even yeah. more so are they allowing how many audience members are they going to allow in the theater so you'll get that real interaction that's also safe so the king's theater seats roughly about 1200 people i think and they've reduced that capacity down to 400 per show um and they're going to be spread out across the four levels um so i mean 400 still feels like a good amount i guess i won't really know until we're up and running whether 400 feels a lot or whether 400 feels really quiet um I don't know. They've been very clever about it because they've kind of, the way they explain it is they've um, played Tetris with the auditorium <laughs> in terms of uh, how they can manage to get that many people in and keep them socially distanced. Um, yeah, they've they've kind of done, you know, oh, you could, let's put six there, then two, then four. They've had to guess what people are going to buy, I guess. Well, and, 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 and I mean, 400 people is a lot of people if you're doing it in one room that holds 400 people, but 400 people spread over a 1200 seat auditorium. Do they, will they sound, will they feel like one audience or 
400 groups, two or three yeah. groups of two or three people. I guess, I guess we'll find out. Um, we're kind of, the way we're rehearsing it is that we're, we're planning for the fact that it's going to feel quiet or quieter than we're used to. And, um, you know, particularly when, you know, you're doing a show which is, is comedy and most of my stuff in the show, because I'm playing the comic of the piece, um, you know, most of my stuff is direct to the audience and it's, it's gags and it's, it's, it's all that. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of waiting to see whether we'll get that kind of response. Also, they're all wearing masks. So the audience, the audience are all wearing masks. So, well, I mean, I that's another that. barrier. I was going to ask that. Or do, have you been rehearsing in masks? Do you keep your masks on backstage until you step on stage and start to talk? How does that all work? Well, okay, so I'll tell. I'll talk you through the process. Yeah. Um, so, uh, arrive at stage door, and we are temperature checked going in. All the cast and crew are temperature checked, um, and uh, have to sanitize at stage door. We're in masks, pretty much. Um, well, all the time, unless we're we're rehearsing, essentially, um, and we are um, socially distancing through, you know, throughout all the process. So it's it's kind of second nature now. We, you know, we've all been in this situation long enough to know not to go and sit directly next to somebody, and you know, nobody's hugging people, and it's yeah. I mean, it it felt very different at first, but I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know what it's like being a theatrical lovey. We're used to, uh, you know, hugging and sitting close and talking close and gesticulating and all of that. Um, but yeah, I think we're used to it now. It's a small price to pay to hopefully be able to put the show on. Well, and I and and it's not just the actors. It's it's all your wardrobe people. It's the stagehands. It's everybody backstage as well who needs to stay away from the, the contagious yeah. loveys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what tell me a little bit about I, I I don't think many Americans know the story of Dick Whittington, so I imagine it's a classic story for you guys. But I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not sure many British people know the story of Dick Whittington. He goes um, to London. That's what I know, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a typical. It's it's kind of the typical underdog story, I guess, that a lot of our British culture is based on. And it's kind of it, it's the whole underdog story that we support and live for and I think that's why a lot of our culture often feels very different to the American culture. I think that's a big difference between particularly British comedy and American comedy. I've always felt that um, you know in America you're brought up to believe that you can it's the land of opportunity you can be anything you want to be. Hey son if you work hard you can be president one day. It's that. Whereas in Britain, it's not, it's not that. In Britain, it's all about keeping humble, keeping down. Don't raise your head above the parapet. You know, it's like, it's, it's all about being the underdog. Um, and I think that's reflected in a lot of, you know, uh, British stuff compared to American stuff. And, but, and that, that, that myth that anybody can grow up to be president in the last four years has felt more like a threat, really, than a, an aspiration. <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, anyone. <laughs> Apparently, literally anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, part of me is jealous 
that you're able to go back, uh, get back on stage in front of people, but it's still sort of um, trepidatious because if if the, if if things begin to spike again, performances might be canceled. Whereas I know I'm not getting on a stage. I just I know this. It's there's nothing to look forward to. How are you living yeah. with the suspense of Are we doing a show? Or are we not doing a show? Um, I'm kind of. And I think a lot of us in the, the cast and in the company are living that kind of moment by moment existence of going, well, today we are lucky. We feel lucky today to be able to come in and uh, be silly for money and, you know, have fun with each other and play and be up because we've rehearsed the whole thing in the theatre, on the stage, on the set. Wow. Like it's because there's nothing going on in it. So we haven't had to go and do it in a rehearsal studio down the street. We've been on the stage in this theatre from day one of rehearsals, which is, you know, unheard of. So, um, I mean, we're going into tech. It was our first day of tech yesterday and we've got a week of tech to go. And the show is pretty much teched. It's because they kind of teched it as they went along. I mean, we've, you know, from day one of reading a scene, we did it with the set, with the props, with with everything in situ. Um, so each rehearsal day, we felt very fortunate just to be there. Um, and yeah, we're all just, yeah, grateful for that. And fingers crossed that things stay the way they are. We know that we're allowed to open from the 8th of December until the 16th of December. Mm-hmm. And fingers crossed that we, we can continue. It looks at the moment, I mean, speculation is, yeah, that's that's what it is, but it looks at the moment as if we may even drop to tier one after the 16th of December, which would be uh, fantastic. Then they could sell alcohol in the theatre, which they can't do in tier two. Ah, can they let more people in, uh, in, in more audience members? Mm, no, no, they okay. can't let more people in, but they can get the people that are there very drunk. Great. <laughs> Humbug. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, and you're listening to the Reduce Shakespeare Company podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? Right now, the only place to see the remote Shakespeare Company is online. We've created a page at our website, ReducedShakespeare.com, and a playlist on our YouTube page, where right this second you can watch us perform many of our epic abridgments for free from the comfort of your own shelter. You can also grab your own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin and beautifully illustrated by Jenny Mazels. It makes a wonderful holiday gift, and it's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K on our website. And now back to my conversation with James Percy talking about the production of the panto Dick Whittington, which begins performances tomorrow night, December 8th, 2020 at the King's Theatre in Portsmouth, England. I play Silly Billy, um, who is, I mean, it's, it's, you know, with panto in Britain, um, you know, the name of the character changes, the role pretty much stays the same, whichever one you're doing. You know, you are either, they're archetypal characters. So you're either the comic, the villain, the hero, the princess. Uh, I'm always the comic. So uh, I'm Silly Billy this year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
that's sort of interesting. In the panto, you get to be the comic. Whereas, is it fair to say that when you're doing Potted Potter or even Long Lost Shakes with Joe Mosley, you're more of the straight and he's more of the comic? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose that's right. Yeah, with Panto, I've always played the comic. Um, I'm trying to, I don't know if there really is a straight in Panto. Um, yeah, I, everybody's, not really. Yeah, yeah, everybody's comic to a degree, yeah. Yeah, I mean, either, you know, you're either, I guess, you know, the comic role in Panto is is very much the goofball role. It's very much the innocent. And that's, yeah, that's the role that I play when I do Panto. Um, and it's, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I love it. I really, really do. Unlike when you toured with us in William Shakespeare's Long Lost First Play Abridged around the length and breadth of the British Isles, um, or, or, or how you've toured around the world, with uh, uh, with Potted Potter. In fact, it was a year ago, Christmas, you were here in Chicago. We got to hang out a couple of times. Um, I know. Now, but there at, at, the, at the King's Theater in Portsmouth, you live there, you live in Portsmouth. So you're yeah. in your own, you're you're sleeping in your own bed at night, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, um, which, is, which is wonderful. I mean, to be spending a, a Christmas at home uh, feels lovely, it feels great. I'm gonna, you know, be able to see my family and friends and, you know, all of that and well, well select few of my family and friends uh i have to be very choosy with my yeah. family and friends um yeah i mean it's typical that it's like the first christmas home i've had in what probably four or five years and we can't all get together and have a big family uh christmas um uh, but but you know so it is um but yeah i mean it feels crazy that, yeah this time last year you and i were in chicago and we we were meeting up in tiny little Chicago bars where we all had to huddle together. And I mean, it, it feels like a different world. I know, it really does. It re and I'm in the same boat, you know, for once I'm home on Thanksgiving and Christmas and, uh, but my kids couldn't join me on Thanksgiving and it's a, it's a coin toss as to whether they're gonna be able to come home for Christmas. So it's, yeah. uh, it is a horrible world, which is why, which is why the, the thought of you uh, uh, performing silliness in a panto in front of people is very um, joy, joy making for me. Yeah, I think there's gonna be that, I hope it's gonna be that, that kind of sense of, um, relief, not only for us up on stage, but also for the audience. Just a, a a little taste of some normality and a little taste of nonsense and silliness and and some some fun, albeit wearing masks and socially distanced fun. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. If you're able to hie thee to Portsmouth, England this holiday season, you can find more information about the panto Dick Whittington by going to kingsportsmouth.co.uk. Then send us your panto archetype via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can also find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSE Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener, and you can follow James Percy on Twitter too at James underscore Percy. Thanks as always to pantomime horse Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout out this week goes to Stu Megatron 46. 
no reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Ebenezer Scrooge himself in the person of Larry Yando, who's playing the crotchety old miser in the Goodman Theater's audio production of A Christmas Carol, now streaming absolutely free on their website, goodmantheater.org, through December 31st, 2020. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. Please stay safe, stay home, and keep your masks on. I'm Austin Titchener, 730-2190ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. I'm sorry, briefly, tell me again, are you the title role? Are you the Dick Whittington? No, I am not the Dick. Um, I, uh, uh, I may be A, but I'm not the. Um, but... Uh... <laughs> This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.